On the Wake Up Radio presents The Hour. You must remember, the enemy has only images and illusions behind which he hides his true motives. Destroy the image and it will break the enemy. The it that you refer to is a powerful weapon. What is hypnotized? The story we tell ourselves. And every story needs a beginning. Your imagined suffering makes you lifelike. Lifelike, but not alive. Pain only exists in the mind. It's always imagined. So what's the difference between my pain and yours? Between you and me? To find a solution to a problem is answer. You already know. The hour. Welcome to the hour. Yes, welcome to the hour. This is Cindy Ashby. Um, you're listening to on the wake up radio.com. Sign up for OTWTUBE.com. Uncensored free speech platform. I have a special, special guest today. I always say it's special, but no, for real, this is definitely the one and only Jay Schick. What's up, Jay? Yes, sir. I get some air holes or something. Brother, you gonna get this? Look, you gonna get a whole a whole audience and shit. Thank you. Okay, so let's let's begin. Who is Master Shake? Jay Shake. Um, I'm an artist, producer. I'm local to the Navy Yard. Um, I guess it's the gist of it. Like. Anything else that you you experience afterwards um, would be in respect to the Cindy Ashby, you know, um, <laughs> that of the owner of that of this this platform. Um, in the midst of you, you seen what's coming from what we got going on. We're just looking to get a little bit more exposure. We have a lot of very prevalent artists that are coming through that of our platform and. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's any any it's anything for anyone, you know, uh, in the midst of whatever your taste happens to be. Okay. What made you want to become a, and you're just not like a music artist cuz we had a conversation before the show like the things that you do, right? You're you're more than just a music artist, but let's start with that. What made you want to become a music artist? <laughs> um to be able to just to change someone's uh, life, you know, in the midst of you waking up in the morning and having a better experience. Uh, I don't want to make it any deeper than that. It's just when you wake up, you listen to music, you, you might get some breakfast. I want to be able to influence your day in the midst of you just having a better experience. Uh, if it's a little bit of love, if it's a little bit of, uh, say you're in a bad mood, whatever it is to influence that, uh, make sure that you, you're not alone, you know, ultimately. And, that's the space I'm uh, I'm attempting to fill. Outside of that, um, I'm seeing here like it's just um. Can you see me at all? No, I I just see like uh, you know, a, a little greenish thing, and it's a black screen. But I can hear you. It, it's okay. If I got put your edit in this and put your album cover or whatever you need me to, I will. <laughs> it's no problem at all, love. Like, all right, so what was life before you found your calling? Hmm. 
like before I find my calling. I've always enjoyed art. Um, life before I found my calling was just living life. Um, my first instance of uh, running into art was that of just sitting in the car and running around with my parents and recognizing that there were individuals who were able to make a, a living based on speaking um, from radio to that of music. Uh, music uh, apparently being uh, the most, uh, the biggest impression, you know, uh, as a child in that respect. Um, I'm, I can't, I can't really think back to what it was prior to that impression being made on me. Like I've always wanted to make music and art, like just anything to make you keep going. I want you to tell the audience what else you do. Cause you are just like an enigma. Yeah. Wrapped in an enigma and <laughs> you do so much, right? You're not just like this lyricist you're you're a beat maker you're like you you do everything like shit they don't make people like you no more tell them what you do <laughs> whatever you need um i went to duke Ellison school of the arts um i specialize in that of visual uh, arts and um in high school um at that point in time i fell in love with that of music so um that of the visual aesthetic, that of meeting, that of uh, my music is that of my expertise as of right now. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't, I'm not very comfortable speaking too much about what we have coming out in the, the next two to three months. Um, but I'd say uh, be looking forward to that of a lot of great music, not only coming from me, but that of uh, NASA. Uh, we have Pete We have Tidy Hippie. Um, Great music on the way and tapping into Don't Panic FM 24 hours. Like, it'll be available for you. Tell them about the website because I was like jamming to it last night uh, while I was doing some work. So tell them about Maluma. Is it Maluma? <laughs> uh, that's that's truthfully Babel. It's, um, it's in Babylon. Um, it, it doesn't really matter how you pronounce that of Malam. But it's evil. Um, I don't speak Latin, but it's, it's evil. Um, if it wore like a duck, you know what I'm saying? It cried like a duck, it's a duck. Um, I think we can recognize evil um, in the same respects that in that of Eastern society, we, we look at namaste as uh, the God in me recognizes the God in you. Malone, uh, with that of my team, is that of the evil and me recognizes the evil in you. I like that. Now tell me how you feel about the music industry. <laughs> um, I think the music industry as a whole is uh, filled with more talent than we ever seen before uh, with what we're seeing with streaming. Um, there are a lot of individuals who are able to take uh, advantage of ownership and that of uh, really taking a hold of intellectual property. Um, and understanding what it means to to own what you create. Um, that's a huge sort of shift in that of not only the industry as a whole, but that of uh, the culture and that of just making music. Uh, so the next two to three years should be very interesting in that respect. Okay, what keeps you motivated? 
my family. Well, that was straight to the point. Who in your <laughs> life has been supportive to you? Hmm. It's a good question. Uh, I think I'm my biggest supporter, honestly. Um, I have great friends and I have a solid core of my family as well. But as a leader, as well as a you know, tastemaker, I have to be my biggest supporter. And that's what you know our business is about. It's about building budding artists into successful business owners. So you have to be confident in yourself enough to take a risk where it doesn't matter how other how other people may feel about you know your decision at that point. Now, do you feel like artists work hard enough, or do you feel like they think it's like super easy and shit? Like we see people, we see the music videos. Do you feel like it's almost like when people want to get drafted to the NFL or NBA or something like that? People just think like it's just bouncing the ball or some shit like that. Like what message would you have to say to somebody that wants to get into what you're doing? Well, that message would be like, just work. Um, (laughs) If you're talented enough where you don't have to work as hard, then you'll recognize it and you'll see it. what I will say is every industry requires a level of not only work, but study for you to truthfully be accepted and welcomed. Um, yeah, that's, that's just about it. Like, uh, just, just dedicate yourself to whatever craft that you think is your, your calling. And I was like, just shooting movies, music videos, if it's rapping, if it's um, shit, you can be a writer in respect to... Uh, <laughs> not just rap like you can write novels and fiction novels like uh whatever it is that like you know so your soul calls to like follow that with your your utmost your utmost fucking passion no one can tell you different it'll always be successful in that regard because you satisfied yourself now What's your greatest accomplishment? Like which album or which record or song that you feel like you put so much behind it? <laughs> uh, I don't currently have that. Um, I'd say if I if I was giving you all something, like whoever's listening to this, like um, the Damnable Life, that's my debut album. Um, and much of my work is about that of the Faustian bargain. And yeah, uh, if if you were looking for that of my premier sort of product, it would be that of the damnable life. Um, I do not have that of a date for it, but if you <laughs> happen to tune in and just follow what we're putting out, you'll very much so enjoy that of um, my next drop as far as commercially. Okay, okay. Now, I do want to play this thing I call Rabbit Fire. See, that's when you get the, that's when you get the, oh, shit. that's when you get it. You ready? You ready, Jay? I think so. TV or music? Jay. Jay, can you hear me? Nah, I can't hear it. I know I said TV or music. Say day on music. 
Mm, CD. Meat or vegetables? <laughs> hmm. Meat. Holidays or birthdays? Hmm. Holidays. Dine out or cook in? Dine. Cook in. Cook in. You got a favorite book? Can I get top three? Go ahead. Your world. All right. Um, with the Sisyphus, number one, uh, by Albert K. Moe. Um, if you, I know I got a weird accent, so if anyone is the myth of Sisyphus, um, by Albert K. Moe. <clears throat> Kamu is C A M U S. Uh, the second one would be that of hmm, The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. Um, is it Coelho or Santo? Uh, you know, you'll figure one. it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't Santo. Paolo Santo, goddamn. <laughs> no, you, you said Chilo or Chilo or something like that. I, I believe his name is uh, Paolo Coelho, as far as the. Um, the author for that of The Alchemist. Um, that's my second favorite book. Um, third would be Fight Club by Chuck Palahniuk. Easy. Okay. You got a favorite movie? You need a top three for that? A third movie? Nah, favorite movie. You got a favorite movie. movie? Fight Club. How about a documentary? Um... Damn, anything dealing with agriculture and how the farm ministry is de- like being treated, like, yeah, that's I'm my alley. Um, I don't have a favorite in that respect. Um, we all went to school and seen a motherfucking double cheeseburger that was maybe 10 years old, and that should look exactly the same. Like, we, we, we're exposed to this, this type of shit when it comes to preservatives and agriculture. Like, that's my, my thing when it comes to documentaries, this food. Uh, we're likely about to experience a food shortage coming up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so these type of things are, I guess, uh, important. I miss the, a day-to-day. Is where you talk to your food. Wait now. Superpowers you wish you had. I'm good as I am. Oh, shit. <laughs> If you had to come back to this place, would you be a tree, mountain, volcano, or animal? A tree, a mountain, volcano, or animal? Is that that the question? Yeah, yeah. Pick one. A tree, a mountain, volcano. Wow, that's yo. That's like the most beautiful question I've ever asked. Like the bullshit. Uh, I wanted to be a tree, but I never thought about being a volcano. How the fuck would I be a volcano? That's some immortal shit. Nah, fuck that. I could be a tree now. Like on some that's like in my my wheel. Like I'm supposed to go to Lake Tana and be a whole tree. My bad. I don't want me to fuck up the format, but like I know you're not <laughs> fucking it up. I love it. Go for it. <laughs> How would I do like I, I my choice would be a volcano because I would be able to make land out of water. But is that just a matter of me dying and becoming a volcano? Like, like, like I'm not even sure that happened. Like, I could become a tree. I could plant myself in Lake Tana. How the fuck I become a volcano? It's your world. Shit, you can do whatever you want. I'm with it. 
Let's do like help me. You trying to let me become a volcano? I'm telling you, come on, let's go. Let's do it. That's my shit. I'm trying to make some new line. I'm a volcano. No Epstein Islands, though. No motherfucking Epstein Islands. Listen, you got a favorite color? <laughs> Hell no, no, no Epstein Islands, mo. Like, of course not. You got a favorite color? I'm sorry? A favorite color. Color. Hmm, black. It's not necessarily color. Is, is, that, is that okay? Nah, I mean... Black is beautiful. What the fuck? <laughs> you don't see black in a rainbow, though. I was just trying to make sure, like, you're asking that. Well, you know the saying, right? Before there was uh, anything was created, there was darkness. And darkness is something. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, You got a favorite hobby? Something you do that nobody don't know you do type shit? Like planting trees and shit? Flowers? My favorite hobby would be that of tea. I like um I like drinking tea, I like growing tea. Wow. Wow, that's that's different. I like that. That's dope. Um you had a favorite show as a child? Courage the Kali Dog. Um maybe Bill and Mandy too. Okay. Beach or pool? Feed my pool? Oh, beach or pool? Beach. <laughs> it sounds like you said pee in the pool. No, beach or pool. Lord. Beach or pool, beach or pool, beach every time. Like pool got like it's too much pee in the pool. Like, yeah, I'm going to the beach every time. Action or comedy? Comedy. A shower or a bath? Shower for convenience. Love or money? Love. Love or respect? Respect. Reading or watching TV? Reading. Sunrise or moonlight? Moonlight. Ready for this one? Friendship forever or a love of your life short-lived? Friendship forever. Oh. Wait, wait. One more time. One more time. One more time. Friendship forever or the love of your life. But short-lived. It's short-lived. Oh, short-lived. Oh. It gonna hurt. Friendship. Every time. Yeah. No, every time. Friendship. A I want nothing short-lived. <laughs> like a, pet, short a pet peeve you have. Lying. Fair enough. A fear you wish you could vanquish from humanity. A fear I could vanquish from humanity? Jesus Christ. I kind of wish I went over these questions a little bit deeper at this point. Damn. Now, I now you, you didn't get this. I don't give the rapid fires out. I'm kind of impressed how you Ooh. fucking answering these shits, though. No, nah, yeah, I tapped in. Like, oh, man. I don't, I don't. All right, one more time. What's the question? Like, this, I, I don't, I don't know if I have answers that. A fear you could vanquish from humanity. People scared of a bunch of shit like dying alone. Being uh, I, I put it this way: like, I think the only thing that you could vanquish from that of humanity, as far as um what we have available, is food. Okay, 
Ready for this one? You step into a time portal. What year would it be? And would you save anyone or change anything or just be an observer? Oh, you wasn't ready for me. Oh, brother, you wasn't ready for me. <laughs> I'd be an, I say I'd rather be an observer, but um, I just say an observer. Any particular year you would go back to? Um, I'm thinking about that. Uh, I'd say maybe the golden age, but uh, you know what? No, no, no. Oh no! Wait a second. I said a time portal, which means you could go forwards and backwards. I'm not, I'm sorry. Whatever you want. I can go forwards too. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely going forward then. Uh, yeah, I'm going forward, and I'm not too sure what I'm going into, but I know what I'm eating. And it would be right now. It'd be probably like Elon Musk if I could like just go for it. On that note, three people you wish you could meet and pick their brain. They could be living, dead, or made up. Perfect. Chappelle. They could be dead, too? Uh, Yeah, it's your world. Okay. I only get three, though. Can I get five? Go ahead. It's your world. All right, all right bet, bet. My world. I get five. My number one going to be Patrice O'Neal. Um, my number two will be Elon Musk. My number three would be Dave Chappelle. Um, my number four would be. I only need a top three action. That's that's I'm I'm really just fine with that list. You greedy. That's what that was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, maybe you, a little bit. You want to? You go on a road trip. Who are the three people you taking with you? Hmm. It's my dog count as a person. It's your world. Definitely not a person. So uh, I'm gonna bring my mother. I'm loving my life and me. Okay, a lot of extra room in the car, but that's what's up. Um, <laughs> what would you tell yourself as a teen or a little boy if you were to time travel back to yourself? <laughs> Yo, um, save more money. Um, I've always wanted a job since I was young, man. Like, um, my, my parents, um, I speak to a lot of my friends and they don't have the same upbringing as me. And they were able to get jobs a lot earlier than me, especially the, <laughs> the Mexicans. Like, I, I, it's kind of weird saying that, but, uh, yeah, like I, I've always wanted to make money. So from young age, like, yeah, to save more, to save. Even now, save. Like I don't care if you're young or not. Like, yeah, save your money. Now tell me, what do you desire for your life and your legacy? Let's speak it into existence. Hmm, my life, my my, my legacy. Uh. Uh, I, I I like for anyone that listens to my music or to come upon, upon that of like was coming from the comic and the rest of the content we produce to understand that the mistakes you made throughout your life, the same way I look at maybe a Jasmine Sullivan, 
you know, um, when it comes to, you know, um, she speaks about that of like the hoes and I recognize like from a writing perspective, like that's a woman that is able to put that space where you can relate to it as opposed to um, just feeling negative about it. Wherever I can bring you up from a negative space, I want to do that. I want to serve that, that space for you. Like I want to be an uplifting figure and out of not only music, but in, in the culture as a whole. I want to thank you for playing rapid fire. See, that wasn't so bad. I loved your answers, by the way. I learned a lot more about you. Tell them where to find you. What's your social media, your website, all that stuff. Yes, sir. Uh, you can find me at Master Shake. Shake is C-H-E-I-K-H. C-H-E-I-K-H. Master Shake. Um, I don't have much outside of that. Uh, you can find me um, when it comes to my, my our domain is malummalum.com. M-A-L-U-M. M-A-L-U-M. Like, uh, it's only one M in the middle, so I may have gotten that wrong. M-A-L-U-M. A-L-U-M. Um, you visit that site, you have uh, Don't Panic FM 24 hours a day, and you'll be able to get the best and exclusive R&B, hip-hop, and content from out of the city. And yeah, you can tell all your friends that you know some really good music. Like, And they don't know it either. Yeah, I know you didn't want to talk about stuff, but do you have any other projects, like any artists that you're working with that you kind of wanted to speak about? All right. So, yes, uh, perfect time. So we have uh, Pizzo. Um, he just um, has passed maybe 40,000 listeners for that. He just dropped uh, his last project um, last month. Uh, you you visit that of Don't Panic FM. You will not only see that of his new album, but uh, there's a means for you to purchase that of uh, the work that is following this. And uh, I, I would I'd just like to encourage anyone that is listening to me speak right now to exercise the capital you have to, you know, uh, to join this coalition. We, we are dedicated to providing like some really good work for you. Uh, this shit sound lame right now, but like, yeah, it's happening. Like, listen to Don't Panic FM. Like, go listen to all this is coming from it, and I'm sure, like, <laughs> you'll find something where you're the first of many. Beautiful. Now, what would you be doing if you weren't doing what you're doing now? Like, I mean, pretend we're in a parallel universe somewhere else. If music wasn't a thing, if art wasn't a thing, what would you be doing? What did you want to be when you grew up? What I what I didn't want to be when I grew up? What was that question? Like, what did you want to be? Like, where's there? Like, I want to be a doctor, eh? I want to play whatever. I want to be a rapper when I grew up. I wanted to have attention. I was a fucking attention whore as a child. Like, I didn't get much attention at the house. Um, I like making music. Basically, to my my mother, like I wanted to just do something, you know. I I wanted fame. I wanted to impact someone, you know, but I didn't know how that. It didn't necessarily. 
uh, come to me as a child as far as what I wanted to do. But the biggest thing, to, I remember riding in the car with my mother and my impression of an artist is that people were getting paid to just talk for a living. So um, even as, as of now, my adulthood, like it's still somewhat of a miracle. It's still somewhat of a dream like to think that people get paid to talk about their opinions or to offer um, any sort of dialogue that, you know, just contributes to that of your livelihood. Um, that was my first uh, thought in the midst of artistry. Like just sitting in the car with my mother and just hearing Ludacris, 50 Cent, uh, <laughs> like very early on, like just gangster rappers, like that weren't even, you weren't even supposed to be playing this for your son, but it's just good music. And you could tell that, you know, he enjoys it. It's just, the music makes you move, makes you move. Uh, I just want to, in many regards, feel the same space, but I don't want to be as much of a negative influence that possibly it was on me. And that's not to be a knock on that, like, what the fuck my influences are. Like, they are who they are. They're just people. The same way I am just a human being, but um, will you invest a certain amount of capital behind an artist like you have to like understand what you're promoting in many regards and i was one of the the youngest that got influenced by that shit you know like so i had to be cognizant since uh cognizant is like what i want to do it's really just about making sure make niggas get money and we able to do it together make music we don't gotta talk about killing each other or, i'm saying like even drug them and shit like that because Weed is legal now, you know. Like at this point in time, niggas dying over weed. Like you kind of have to be very particular about the spaces which you play with. Now, do you have any regrets in life? Definitely. Pretend I'm a psychiatrist. Go for it. <laughs> um. Hmm. I said my biggest regret every day is um, any time in which I'm very particular about my words and I say something that may upset another individual, like, or you feel like I am attempting to make you upset purposefully. Like, I purposefully say everything I do, like, to... I don't know. I just want to encourage like certain spaces. And if I ever make you feel bad, then yeah, I I say I regret that in every space. Okay, all right. At least you know some people don't even know that shit. They'd be like, "I'm not gaslighting you." Um, <laughs> tell me what respect means to you. <laughs> I mean, what my biggest pet peeve is like. I don't like being lied to. So in respect, in the space or, or the respect that we have a relationship, I don't want you to lie to me. And I think many individuals, based on that of not certain things being mentioned, it may feel like it's not a, a lie. It's like telling half the truth. You know? That's not me. Um, I do that with, I deal with my business, do with my love life. I do it like my entire life like that. And um I think that may benefit that of not only the industry I'm dealing with, but that of my circle. 
Now tell me, how has 2020 been to you? Were you able to focus or were you like, oh my fucking God, I can't get shit done? <laughs> no, very focused. Um, I have a lot of work done. I have a lot of things that are coming. Um, like uh, hence that of why I'm here with you. I'd like to announce that of uh, we have another hour of Don't Panic FM dropping today at 10, 10 p.m. Another hour dropping on that of our radio station, Tune In. And um, yeah, you will see the likes of uh, NASA, P2, Tata Hippie, The Fool, 22nd Street Doug. There are a lot of artists in which you can enjoy in the midst of just typing in Malam, Malam.com. You know, like just go. I, I butchered that as far as the, the pronunciation, but yeah, just, just go, to, go to the website. And uh, tap into the radio, and you'll you'll en- you'll enjoy what the fuck going on. Are there any other talents that you have that we don't know? Maybe you like to dance, sing. I don't know. Whatever talents, build shit with your hands. I don't know. Um, as far as myself, I I like to paint. I'm creating toys. I have a comic book that's on the way. I have a um a game that's on the way for that of uh, iOS as well as uh, Apple. Um, these are just, this is my first time mentioning this on a public platform for, so I'm not going to give that of a deadline for any of this, but this is what's within the works. So yes, we have very much that is, uh, coming out. That's also surrounded by the artists I'm dealing with. That's fucking dope. That's fucking dope as hell. Now, what advice would you give to another person who wants to accomplish the things that you have? Yo, like, I guess it's the realest question. If you um, if you a nigga like me, I say, the woman in your life, if you truthfully feel like you a nigga like me, the woman in your life, like, they're going to be there. The love that is present is going to be present. Uh, you have to take care of not only the family first, but yourself first. Like, go for that money. That may not be the best advice, but take care of yourself, like, in that regard. Now, tell them where to find you, your uh, Instagram, website, just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, yeah, you can find me at Master Shake, C-H-E-I-K-H, um, Master Shake. That's uh, coming. Master Shake. Is uh, that of my Instagram as well as maybe nothing else at this point? Because um, I've been a bit averse to that of social media. Like I haven't made many accounts. It's just just SoundCloud and Instagram. So you can find me on SoundCloud and Instagram at Master Shake at C H E I K H. Anything else outside? Of- Outside of that platform, you have to go to that of M A L U M A L U M dot com. Anything that you like to purchase to and through that of our platform will be there. How does how does how is your creative process? Do you go through blocks, or is it like a certain mood you need to be in? If I'm in a terrible mood, or if I'm in a good mood, like. 
Um, <laughs> it's just a matter about what you want to create. I have a little bit of flexibility, so it doesn't matter how I feel at the moment. Like I'm going to put that into that of the artwork. I want you to explain your music to them. Like, is it just strictly just lyrics and rap to you? Is there any singing? Is there any experimental uh, as far as with chords or just like your lyrics or anything like that? Um, I mean, <laughs> everything I say, I mean, and this is my music. Um, there have been times in which uh, I've said uh, things in which like were cool just because it sounded cool, and it might be a bar or two. Um, I'm not too try even responsible because the legitimacy of one's rhymes is that of what you're comfortable with, and that's why rap is you have the little tecca sort of answers. I I, I don't want to get on a, a tangent at all, but like I. I I'm not sure how to respond to that. I mean, everything I say in the midst of my raps, and I'm really just looking to motivate that of like a young nigga to not be stepping out to kill another nigga because he think it's stripes. How do you, because I know you work with other artists. Is there a process that you go through with each artist? Do you sit and get to know them or is it like, my way to you get what I'm saying? Like every producer is different. So uh from a production standpoint, do you have a process for each artist? Mm, it's not it's not anything con- concrete. It's definitely on the midst of like just me just meeting an artist. Um every artist I met that is on the team as of right now, we have a great relationship. We've had several like, you know, just times in which we've been out. And gotten some food together or we've been able to drink and catch a couple shots you know hit the bar like it's um besides one you know who happens to be engineer he doesn't drink very much but our team is very tight and in any scenario in which you are trying to learn more about the other individual you just have to put forth the effort now when you were like, I know you said you remember like sitting with your mom and listening and stuff like that. How has your mother otherwise influenced you as the man you have become today? The strongest woman I know, like, which is why I stand on my pride. I stand on my work ethic. She is um, very much so curated that of my attitude. That's beautiful. It's not too many people here love their moms, you know. That's like a big fucking deal. <laughs> I don't even explain that to you. It's a big deal, you know. Uh, how do you feel about the whole family unit? Like, how do you feel about family itself? The same as you, apparently. Like, I think the mother's missing. How do you feel about the family unit? Uh, that was your interview, but like, it never go like. You spoke to the same dynamic as me. I mean, for me, it's it's like, for me, it's about storytelling. And when I say storytelling and all the things that we've been through in our experiences, I think a lot of times we try to guard our children 
and guard people from who we are. It's, a, it's almost like we're guarding ourselves all the time. But I think like once you kind of say, yo, been through that, saw this, saw that, that motherfucker did that, did that, did that. Your children, your family, your friends, everybody looks at you different. Like, oh, that's a real one. You get what I'm saying? Not on no pretend and no bullshit like that. But like just that's what makes it family, right? Because they always say, you know, they go water thicker than blood, right? Because sometimes you could have like a really good friend that just feel like family to you, you know, because you've always been a buck with each other. And it should be the same thing with your children. From day one, you should be telling them when they're on the playground, yo, that motherfucker going to bump you on that, on the thing. They be like, what are you talking about? And then it happened. You be like, I told you, that's the way it's going to be for the rest of your fucking life. So if I were you, I would get it together. But that's how I've <laughs> raised my children. But I wasn't trying to raise just regular children. I told somebody, I told a couple of people, I'm trying to raise dictators. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this world is dirty. And at least I know under their dictatorship, there will be some type of compassion. I like it. A feather. This, this is your interview. What just happened? God damn, you good. Um, <laughs> so now I wanted to ask you about the fact that um, because I met you through a mutual, a mutual friend and she was just telling me how amazing you were. Do you remember the first the first single that you did? Do you hmm. remember cutting that? Um, I remember recording professionally a few songs that I, I performed. Um, <clears throat> I'd say in the midst of, I, I haven't been the most confident in that of my career in many respects on some, um, not only just performing, but that of promoting it. Which is why I'm, I'm taking these interviews to like, you know, point to that of my music. Um, no, not only what I'm capable of, but my my catalog speaks for itself in that regard. Like, um, I, I don't, I wasn't always there. It's like I say, in respects to that of this music, I'm not the most confident individual when it comes to what I create because I'm very critical myself. Well, you know the saying, you're an artist. You're sensitive about your shit. That's just the way it is. <laughs> With anything, anybody who creates, do you get what I'm saying? And so you're a creator. It's like God, right? You become the creator. I don't even think people understand the significance of, of an artist. You know, I understand the need to want to be as high as Future and Drake and all that shit. But after a while, it just becomes like, mundane like at what point um oh my gosh like think about how many artists that are big now their first album was fire and then they go downhill michael jackson created thriller and could never top it again it's something about the hunger and the fire and desire that brings out the best creator in someone so you're always going to critique yourself do you have a favorite album I love music. You know, I remember my dad, he would like spend like 45s and, you know, record play. You young. I, I'm like, a, I'm older. But he would play like Peter Taj, Bunny Whaler. I mean, Stephanie Mills, Michael Jackson, fucking Bonnie Tyler. 
like everything like every genre um one of my first albums i heard was like queen another one bite the dust like that was i was like oh shit was that just the beat just the tempo of that shit was like everything to me and that's how like i just fell in love with music because that's all my dad did he would just spin it he wasn't no dj he would just spin roll up his weed have the sports playing I would try to help him pick out the seeds. He'd be like, baby, you can't do that. Can I have a sip of beer? Okay, you can have a sip. <laughs> but I'm daddy's girl. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, that was it. Just the love of the music, the frequency. And just knowing everything's going to be good. Everything's golden. How do you feel about the music now? Do you feel a difference in the time shift, um, you know, of, from your age, like growing up listening to what your mom was listening to? Do you feel like it's it's leveled up or do you feel like it's on some other fucking wave because of the time the way society is that's a very interesting question i think um in many respects it, it has leveled up um when it comes to production um when i say production the beats um the how um, uh, not only the artists are mixing and mastering their own music um the the sound as a whole is evolved um so if you're a more tradition like a traditionalist and then traditionalist in any sense um you're not going to i won't say you won't enjoy what's going on but it may be a little bit harder for you to adapt um yeah i respect both sides of it like what's going on now as far as it being entirely you know the hyper pop phenomena versus that of you you look at a Hyper pop being that of a uh, Sofago or a Ty Fontaine versus that of uh, a Benny the Butcher and the West Side Gun. I'm learning so much. I, you know what's so amazing? Like it doesn't matter how many times I like interview someone. There's always something to learn about. You know how motherfuckers be like, I know everything. No, you don't know shit. But <laughs> you know, just to to learn who you are, kind of like put your music in a in a different category because like I told you I was listening I was like yo even with like your beats because you said you produce beats I was like yo that's trippy you know because I edit all the time so I could I could just hear shit like right now there's a plane going on above your head <laughs> but no I'm just like it's like I'm fucking I'm rain man and shit <laughs> I'm like rain man with this shit I'll be like oh god like you know like start tweaking and shit and be like nah you don't hear the baby crying like four flights up and shit so for me it's like uh, just the frequency and just the way you like explain yourself and stuff like that um, tell them who you are again I want I want them to know who you are what you do so when when it pop it pop like bottles of champagne my name is uh I guess like you won't get my governor unless you look it up. Um, you call me Master Shake. Um, keep it there. Cause you call me the fool, you know a little something. Put it that way. Now, are there any goals that you have set for yourself as an artist, or do you just kind of just go, just kind of just flow as you go? <laughs> Um, as far as writing about the Foster and Bargain, I want, hmm, I want, I want the devil to be real. 
He said he want the devil to be real. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is real. Well, no, want you to recognize that. Oh, the audience, the audience will know that. I'm sure. If they catch it. They catch it. It's like the Matrix. Some people be like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get it. I understand, but it wasn't ready for it, right? I mean, well, <clears throat> it's in some respects like, would you recognize like love or, you know, um, I guess like the the greatest triumphs in your life without pain. What are the greatest triumphs in your life without pain? There's another like question in regards to why the devil is so important. You don't know what it feels to feel happy unless you felt sad. You don't know what it feels to feel success until you fucking failed. It's the yin and the yang. It's the way the universe works. It's the balance. It's just, it is what it is. We can't be woe is me. It's just the process of just just the way it fucking is until you can tap into that superpower where you could just manifest that shit. But again, if you up here, that means somebody down there. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a scene I seen as a child. I used to like to watch a lot of fucking TV. Now you can't even get me to watch TV. <laughs> but I used to watch a lot of TV. And one of my favorites was um, fucking Wishmaster. And Wishmaster, you, he was like, I'm the, the djinn. Whatever you wish, tell me and I'll make it happen. And the man was like, I want a million dollars. And he was like, done. And he was like, I don't see the million dollars. And he got a phone call and they were like, Mr. So-and-so, your family just died in a plane car, in a plane, a plane accident. Your children and your wife are gone. He was like, oh my God. They was like, where did we send this million dollar check to? That's what it's about. What are you willing to sacrifice? The shit sounds crazy. It sounds wild, but it is what it is. What goes up must come down and what goes down must come up. Henceforth, when you're down, it's all right. You're about to come up. Hmm. Gravity doesn't exist when it comes to this shit we call life. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, well, in that respect, I I remember uh, we spoke earlier. It's um, a little bit impromptu. Um, I'm not sure about it, so I to reveal that to that of your audience, but uh, hey, like, go for it. I'll tell you, we don't lie, we don't lie about nothing. <laughs> if you like, um, I do have a song called like Gravity. Where's that? Where's that? What's that? Where's that? I got you, my love. Like, um, let's <laughs> see if we can get this to you. Um, we'll definitely be uh. I guess um, <laughs> on online, like uh, I guess we're looking for what next week is what you're saying for. And I'm I'm releasing every Monday. Is, uh, is it? Come on, it's funny because I do I do have uh I know this cat is not yeah this cat is not trying to you hear the cat. God damn, that's what happens when you get anyway. <gasps> it's like a horror movie. <laughs> Yo, hold on. That's dedication. 
motherfucker about to lose all their claws trying to get out the fucking room. <laughs> Fuck a doorknob. <laughs> God damn. That was real. Um, I did enjoy it. That's my first time hearing it. And the fact that you could get me to groove like that, that is everything. Because I don't be grooving to everything. I'd be like, stone face. That was dope. <laughs> and I love like all those introspects with like in the beginning with all the different components that you were hitting of just sound. I respect that shit. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. We only try and put out the best and greatest, like, you know, I'll work on this thing. Nah, that was dope. Now, anything you want to tell the people before we we go away? We're going to come back next Monday? Well, <laughs> we have a new hour that was just released on Don't Panic FM. So please visit that of Maylam, Maylam.com. That's M-A-L-U-M. A L U M. It's only one M in the mud in the middle. M A L U M A L U M dot com. Uh you can visit that at any point in time. That radio station is 24 hours. There's over three hours of content on it. There's another hour coming for you all. And um that's that's all we have, like until that of next week. We're going to have to merge radio stations and shit. You're like the third person come on here and talk about your radio station on the radio station. (laughs) (laughs) Now, fuck with it. No, last night I was listening to your station. I just was like, this music is so dope. Like, it's just so different. And um, I I can't wait to hear more. It'd be nice if you give me some tunes so I could play in between. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm throwing it out there live on the air because I ain't shit like that. But yeah. Um, 
we're gonna do this next week monday whatever time you want to it's all world we could do whatever the fuck we want our simulation no npcs here we doing it we getting it done and um you're listening to on the week of radio.com this is cindy ashby this is the hour did you sign up for otwtube.com don't fucking play yourself fucking sign up it's free if it's free it's for me nah get off the fucking let me tell y'all something it was my space it was black play. let me tell y'all something this social media shit is a is a game it's a game it's a fucking video game stop playing get on the right shit get on the stuff that's not telling you what to do that's not conforming you because it's putting you in a pocket and who the fuck gonna want to get put in a fucking pocket and then sold the fuck up type shit so get with it or don't <laughs> doesn't hurt me but I want to thank you for coming out Jay you've been an amazing amazing guest my pleasure and you know what I think we're gonna go out with that but you just what you just dropped for us individual thanks for keeping the lights on Deang. Cindy on the wake up how to sign up for OTWT type in OTWT in your browser it will bring up the home page then you click the little man with the plus sign to open up an account use your best email select a username and then enter a good, secure password. Now you're at the home page. Click the key to log in to your account using your password with your username. Now search in the search bar for OTW2, which is the page we're going to subscribe to. Click subscribe. Click add as friend as well as click where the videos are. Click on a video to view, like that video, as well as comment. And your exercise is done. Thank you for your support.